This is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it to the world. If you're a coach, author, or speaker, you'll want to tune in. If you're looking for the best return on your time investment to get your message out to the world in a bigger way, we're giving you full access and behind the scenes look of how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your podcast today. The world needs your message. I'm Michelle Abraham, the host. Join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get Amplified. Hello, hello, Amplify You family. Michelle Abraham here, your host. And today I am so delighted. I am bringing to you another behind the mic interview with one of our favorites. So we've got Kinsey Macos from Captivate and Close, and I'm very excited to tell you more about Kinsey, but let's first say hello. Hey, Kinsey, how you doing? I'm so good. Thank you, Michelle, for having me. This is so fun. You are so welcome. been wanting to have you on our show forever, so this is awesome. Now, you've just newly relaunched your podcast, and uh, just we're going to walk through that in a second and what that was like for you and where the direction you're going with your show is. But before we do that, what's your number one favorite thing about podcasting? Oh my gosh. Wow. That's such, okay. I love so many things about it, but I think right now, my favorite thing is the intimacy that you have with you and the mic, but then the visual of it reaching people's ears and hearts and minds And it's just such a different experience, right? It's such a different experience than like going live on Facebook or, you know, even coaching calls. Like it's a very different, um, yeah, I love it. It's the intimacy of just you and the mic. And yet you're also, again, just imagining yourself reaching so many people all over the world. I love that. And it's like, you're literally in someone's head with their earbuds. This is so cool. I know, it's crazy. <laughs> it's such a very sacred place that we get to be as podcasters. We're so lucky. <laughs> so yes. let, me, let me tell you guys a little bit more about Kinsey. So Kinsey, your background, you're a marketing strategist, and then you're also, you're also a recovering people pleaser, self-sabotager, and corporate hustler. So mm-hmm. right now, Kinsey helps entrepreneurs create and execute magnetic marketing, which is what we're all about here too, and build expert brands so that they can get known, seen, and heard online. So Kinsey helps coaches and consultants hit 50K months by enrolling consistent high-ticket clients using her breakthrough marketing methods. So not only is Kinsey the host of Captivate and Close podcast, which is ranked in the top 5% globally, and she's also the founder of Magnetic Business Framework, which you know, as an ex-corporate uh, leader, a wife, a mom of three, you believe as she, she really believes that women have it all without having to sacrifice who they truly are, which I love that about you, Kinsey. So Kinsey's work's been featured in all sorts of different publications like NBC, CBC, and Fox, Yahoo Finance. And she was also, uh, as Yahoo, Yahoo Finance also named you as one of the top 10 business coaches. So, so much media, so many great things, Kinsey. So we're glad to dive in here with you today. Um, and t- take us a little bit back to when you first started your podcast. Now you've just relaunched it. We'll talk about that in a second, but what inspired you to create a podcast in the first place? Yeah, I think initially I was just having this conversation with Evans is like when I went back to that initial desire, it's just the idea of having a podcast because it's so 
um, you know, so fun and exciting. I think it's on, and I noticed this with a lot of my clients is like, it's in one of their bucket list items. Um, and so, but also it was sort of this idea that I wanted to reach people, um, outside of the social media realm. So I really like the idea of podcasting and, um, just being able to create content that's going to hit people in a different way. Right. It's just like, I don't want people to just read through social. Like I want to hit people's ears. And that was really, that was really exciting at the time. Hmm, I love that. And you know, when you're hitting people's ears in the right way, like they're, they're pulled in like that. It's that magnetic marketing system. Like the way that you talk about in your business is exactly why podcasting is so amazing, right? They're connected to you. They're magnetized to your show. You're not interrupting them as they're scrolling through social media or something like that. Right. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. So tell us a little bit about the first iteration of your podcast. And now we're in season two, a new launch, new name, a few different things happening. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So when, like I said, I was just like all gung ho. I was like, podcast is like, sounds so amazing. This is what I'm going to do. So I just, I showed up twice a week with a podcast episode. There was little sort of thought that went behind it. It was just getting used to publishing content, um, getting, you know, my brand and my messaging out there beyond social media. Um, and it, I, I did that for a whole year. Um, and then what happened was my business was growing beyond even my own capacity. So I had to take a little bit of a step back and realize, okay, I I need to build a team. Like I'm doing a lot of things, but I really want to make sure that everything's streamlined. Um, we're progressing in a way that makes sense towards, you know, big picture vision. Um, and, uh, just wanted to, you know, work smarter because I think what I found was I was just getting in the doing of things without having, you know, pulling out and saying, okay, I'm a CEO now. And I really have to strategically think these things through. So I took a pause after a full year, I took a pause and was really able to take time to think about how I wanted to team structure, really align programs and services and things like that. But then of course, like pot, I just missed podcasting so much. I knew I wouldn't be done, but I knew I needed to come with a fresh new strategy. And that's when we, so we connected, um, through a shared mentor and I knew that I needed, uh, so before with the first iteration of the podcast, I had someone helping me edit and upload episodes and things like that. But what I was missing is just sort of that advocacy and strategy, like uh, somebody to tell me like, here's what would be, here's what is working in the industry. Here's what. Um, here's what we see for you, right? Like really that partnership. And that's where you guys came in and you guys were just so amazing. And, um, we went through several iterations of relaunch. I think we had to push out a couple of times, like, you know, summer, everything. Again, it was just kind of this feeling of like slowing down to speed up a little bit. Finally did the relaunch and it's been so fun. We wanted to do a little bit rebranding, um, and renaming and, um, just kind of like a fresh, fresh look. And it's been so amazing. It's just been so amazing to have your partnership. Oh, we've enjoyed working with your show too. And, and you and your vision, because I love what, uh, what you're doing and what you're talking about right there is where so many podcasters just stop. And that's something we, I, I don't want to see podcasters stop. Cause I think you start a show for a reason you get gung ho, you go on out there, but as a podcast host, you're naturally evolving your 
um, you're at the personal development you get as a host is incredible, right? <laughs> you mm-hmm. grow as a person because you're sharing that message. And, and sometimes it doesn't align with your business after a year. And I think what you did was smart. So you realigned it and relaunched it. So it matches again, and it feels like it's an alignment. And so uh, extracting from your story, I just want to share with our audience that that's something that maybe is uncommon um, to think that you can do that, to think that you don't have to you know, stop your podcast if it no longer fits with what you're doing, or you've grown so much and your business has grown so much, it's perfect time to reevaluate, restructure, redo it, but you don't have to give up that initial stuff. That's still gold and it's still going to be serving your audience, but now your next, it gives you an opportunity to let your audience know where you're going next to and how they can continue that journey with you. I think that's so smart. Yeah. So good. (laughs) Yeah. So tell us a little bit about, um, what, so as you're, you're growing, your business is changing a little bit. Um, what are some of the things that you're an expert at launching and selling high ticket? And so that's something Evans and I love talking about too. And have you seen, um, a change in the industry in the last year or so, like what's working as far as launching goes? And is that something that we should still be doing a lot of in our business? And how do we connect that with our podcast? Ooh, so good. Yeah. I love this question. So I think it's first, like, I think launching gets, you know, thrown around a lot. And so it's first thinking about what is a launch and, and what does that mean for your business? And the way that I look at it, it's moving from this idea of like just putting things out there, but also the launch experience cre- creates an opportunity for you as the expert to bring a volume of people to you and to make an offer at them at once. But that comes at the end, right? There's all these pieces involved in that. If you want to create right, a transformative experience within that, there's all these things that can go into it that cannot just create that one-of-kind experience for people without even them ever becoming a client but also to increase conversions, right? Because at the end of the day, what we want to do is get more clients and and help more people. So one of the things that we've really been um, doubling down on is creating these white glove experiences within our launches. So it's not relying just on content, just on live videos, just on emails to push people to next steps. It's really about creating more opportunities to have intimate conversations with them. So we'll put in structure in our launches where we are individually having conversations with everybody that has opted into our conversion event, right? So the launch at the high level, it's like you, you gather attention of a group of people, you have them opt in right into a challenge, a workshop, um, you know, a live event, a masterclass, you serve them with the content there, right? And then you, you extend an invitation at the end. But what we've done is really how to create more intimacy within that content period um, where we're creating, you know, building those relationships while we're serving them with content in, in this group setting. That's what was working so well for us. And what I think that with the online space, we were just talking about this, right? It's growing so rapidly. Like everybody is literally sprinting to online businesses. And so, but which is cool and amazing, like for us, for you and I, Michelle, for, for us to see people to like truly step into their power as entrepreneurs and as humans, that's so fun. But it also causes, right, some challenges if you're trying to make an, make a little bit of noise, make a little bit of movement in a very crowded space. And so what we, what we want to think about is how do we, um, 
I, I, how do we create that experience for our people? Because they're being oversold to, right? Everybody is, is like same, same of everything. So how do you make it just a little bit different and create the opportunity for that relationship to be built? And it's working really well for us. So we'll take that and we will leverage whatever we're doing, whether it's a masterclass, which is short, right? or a longer five-day challenge, we'll make sure that we have some sort of component in there that creates that life love experience where they're, they feel like they're getting a service through that event. Hmm. Do you find that um, the masterclass and the challenges are the best way to create that? Is the, are those the vehicles that are working the best right now when it comes to launching? Yeah. So to be honest, like I've always loved the longer versions of where I can intimately get to know somebody over the course of a couple of days. So mm-hmm. we've experimented with all the ways we've done, you know, two day live events. We've done five day challenges. We've done master classes. If I could pick my favorite, I would say right now we're actually doing a three day, um, a three day, uh, workshop where it's kind of a shortened version of a, a five day challenge. Um, but I'm, I just recently I have really started to love masterclass as well. It's like, if I can convert a cold lead to a hot buyer in 90 minutes and still create that transformative experience within that 90 minutes, why not? Right. So I think for right now, I do love more of the interaction that like a three day or a five day experience creates for us. But I love the fact that we do have an asset that works like a masterclass that's shorter and can convert as well. Um, but again, with anything, it's just making sure how do we add in that extra element where they do feel like they're getting some sort of white glove service. A speaker language, although transformational experiences. Yep. <laughs> you can tell, can see that I have had the same mentor. <laughs> All about the transformation. So again, no, that's awesome. I love that you guys are uh, are doing that. And so when you see you're doing a three-day one, is that like a short, um, like an hour each day over three days, kind of like a challenge or is that three full days? No, like a challenge. So it'd be like a three-day challenge mm-hmm. model. Yep. Couple, uh, I'd say an hour we've got, we've gotten up to like hour and 15 mm-hmm. minutes for those three days. And then we've experimented with some bonus trainings after that as well. Mm, I like that. Yeah. That sounds like a really great plan because I find sometimes in challenges, it's hard to keep people's attention for the four, day four and five Yes, keep coming back. So do you find there's a drop off in day three to day five? Yeah. So we're really good. Like, and this is encouragement for anybody. And this is what I'll tell my clients. Cause sometimes when we're in launches, we let emotions take over. So it's really hard to tell what's working and what's not working. And so we're always going back to the numbers. And so we're really good at tracking. Um, and overall what we found with the five day challenges, yes, generally you'll still have a drop off from the biggest drop off happens from day three to day four. So what we are trying to do is close that gap and or offer an invitation on day three. So some, you know, the majority of people hear it, but that's what we were like, well, why not? If people are dropping off every day three, why not create a three-day experience, right? Keep it shorter. And if we think of our most premium clients, they're busy, right? It's like, just give me the goods and I'll be, you know, and send me on my way. So we find that we're really loving the three days right now. That's awesome. Yeah. The three days seems like it's a more uh, attainable for busy. Just thinking of myself being super busy too. I think I was like three day because yeah. you can come and learn and, and then you'll be on your way. Yeah. Uh, and that invitation's great. I like that. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, and so there's so many great things that are, that you're speaking about here that I just want to 
you know, bring it back to our audience at home. They're thinking about starting a podcast or are podcasting. One of the things that Kinsey and I were talking about too, before you um, do go into podcasting, just before we started recording, we were talking about the industry and how there's, because of the pandemic, so many new people, like you mentioned, or have now become entrepreneurs, which is great. So we were uh, discussing how, you know, it's not necessarily your best interest to go and start being a podcaster and being on platforms and stuff before you have some of those foundation things. Mm -hmm. So Kinsey, can you want to talk a little bit about what some of those foundations are that you should have in place first in your business before you start going and amplifying it on tons of different platforms or especially podcasting um, or launching uh, to to, to be clear to you, what are some of the things that you're finding that should, should maybe be in place first? Yeah, I think generally like, and, and I think some people even look at me and they're, and that's why, you know, we, we attract a lot of people like coaches that want podcasts. And I, and I think it's important to say, like, I didn't start my podcast till I hit six figures. So not that that's the indicator, but it's making sure, do you have, well, first of all, like, are you profiting? Like, let's get cash in your business, which means you have some sort of method or system that's generating clients for you consistently? Do you have a reliable, um, lead gen system, which doesn't, it sounds super like techy, but it's like, do you have a reliable step-by-step method that's converting clients for you that you can, you know, turn up, turn down, tweak, adjust, which means you're just dialing in. You're not having to like create all the new things. Do you have that system that, you know, is bringing in clients? And I think, I think while a podcast is a really fun way to experiment with your voice and your message, I do think it's helpful to have some element of this is what I do. This is who I help Mm -hmm. because what we want to do for any content is it should lead it's, it's stemming from that, right? If we know our, if we know our ideal client, that's the type of content we want to create for them, right? That's going to shift, right? How they think, feel, or behave. But without that, without an offer, without an ideal client, I think the idea of having a podcast might sound fun, but it's like, no, these are meant to, right, elevate the brand, elevate the profit, elevate the impact. Um, So we want to make sure that, you know, my CFO would be in my ear, like, what's the return on this? What's the return on investment, right? So just being (laughs) super conscious is, I think, going back to the initial question, do you have an offering of some sort, right? And do you have some clarity because it does evolve, but do you have a, a, a starting, um, a starting foundation of who your ideal client is? Mm, yeah. And, I think that's and that sense. method for, you know, generating clients. Absolutely. Yeah. And then once you uh, have that clarity, I think it makes your voice stronger as you go on in start yeah. podcasting. Um, and if you're not sure on that clarity, like I always find it's interesting. This happens to everybody, myself included. Like after about a hundred episodes, you got very clear on your voice, right? <laughs> myself included, every a lot of people we talk to, but a hundred episodes in 20, you get like a good, like, okay, I'm kind of getting, getting the hang of this. hundred episodes, you definitely like have your voice. So if you're, if you don't have a program or service that you are um, currently enrolling people in and generating profit from, but you want to start using your voice, you want to start practicing it, just start doing your own, do a Facebook live or do something that's not so permanent out there to get your voice, get your, get your footing. And, you know, Facebook live is a lot less effort to, to produce than a podcast. Um, and then it just gives you that practice to exercise your voice, I think is really great too. So we're not saying that you don't have to do, don't do anything at all. 
just saying that, you know, sometimes practicing that voice and then while you're generating some profit and getting that foundation set up is a great, a great start. That's really good advice, Kinsey. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So important. For sure. So for those sitting at home that still have not launched a podcast, can you share with us some of your favorite things that have come from podcasting in in relation to your business? And also with some advice for someone who is uh, ready now, they have that foundation, they're ready to go. What are some steps that you would suggest they take? Yeah. Um, So I think um, what I love, you know, about it is, first of all, is it it allows for more strategy behind your content. So when I go to record, it's becoming my core piece of content, which then feeds, right, my social content and how I'm showing up over there. So it creates more strategy and streamlined approach to content creation. Because what we know, content is king. Yes, right? But if you cut, if you're just throwing spaghetti at the wall with your content, right, that's where you're going to burn out. So it allows more streamlined, um, streamlined approach to content creation, which it's like podcasting is my core method. Um, and then I think it's also the relationships that I built. So I did start when I first got going, I did a lot of guests. I did more guest interviews than I'm doing now, but it was such a good relationship builder. Um, and it's kind of, when people see or hear that you have a podcast, it's like, your expertise or your expert status just like went up a notch. It's something about, right. Having a podcast makes you like, um, maybe a little bit more credible, which is again, just crazy, but it's true, right. How people perceive. So I love, I love all those elements of it. I would say though, from the get go, I've always had help with it. I would never, it's like get help. So if you're thinking about launching a podcast, what are you waiting for Mm -hmm. and get help? And of course, like, Michelle didn't tell me to say this, but like you need help, (laughs) right? With Michelle from Michelle's team. But either way, it's like if you're spending time editing or uploading, like I don't even, I couldn't even tell you how it all happens. And I love it that way because it's not my zone of genius. All I do, I record into the mic and everybody else takes care of it. And that's where I don't want, because I think what happens is you build that momentum for yourself in the business. Mm-hmm. And then if you're going to start a podcast, you'll find that you're going to try, if you're trying to do it yourself, you're going to take away that momentum by tweaking or like fumbling around with techie stuff for hours. So definitely get help and think about how can you streamline that process and do less of the process and literally just record into the mic. <laughs> mm, I love those things that you're seeing. So true. And, um, I think that's very smart to stay in your zone of genius. Like you said, you don't want it to distract you from what you're doing. If you think about it, I think we've kind of calculated it on average. It takes someone like four hours a week to just basic stuff on their podcast. Those four hours a week is like what? 16 hours a month. Like, oh my gosh, if you spend 16 hours on like income producing activities in your business, just think that 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 cost versus the cost to hire someone to help you, um, is, is very very insignificant. <laughs> yes. 100%. Yeah. CEO delegate that for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So when you're in your zone of genius, in your opinion, Kinsey, what does that allow you to do? Mm. Well, it allows me to serve my clients at the highest level. Um, you know, there has been periods of time where I do feel a little bit more burnt out by doing things that are not in my zone of genius. So that means I'm showing up less 
for my clients. Um, so when I'm sitting in my zone of genius, I get to serve my clients at the highest level. I also get to create content in like, again, when I think of like my brain power, like that, all my brain power goes into creating the best, juiciest content that's going to create demand and desire for my offers. And it allows me more space to have with my family. And, you know, that's very, very, very important to me. I didn't become an entrepreneur to land myself in another corporate gig. So really having the lifestyle freedom that comes along with being an entrepreneur is super important to me. Absolutely. And speaking of that, you're a mom of three. How the heck do you do all those things, Kinsey? I try not to think about it. When I think about it, I do feel tired. But you know, when you got to do, you got to do it. But it does. It requires a lot of structure, a lot of routine, and a lot, a lot of intentionality, right? So it's Mm -hmm. like commitment in if I set my hour at a, you know, six hour workday, I don't go before that. I don't go beyond that. And it's so hard and I fudge it up a lot, but it's really like, how do we protect our schedules? Um, you know, how do we carve, you know, really Mm -hmm. be present when we're with the family and making sure that things are flowing, um, the way that they need to. Yeah, it definitely. I like what you say, or it really keeps like that commitment to your schedule. I know I have a strict 4 p.m. finish time on there. So that's the same time my kids get home from school. And it's like, if I, you know, bend that a little bit, I don't feel good about it. They, they're, they're compromised because then they're not getting the attention. It just kind of spirals into like not a great evening. So I like what you say that, you know, like don't, you know, pick that six hour window that you can work or whatever, however many hours that is for you in your, in your life. But I like how you said that, because it's true. Like I've noticed that if I bend the rules around that or try to get around it, it doesn't usually turn out in the best, (laughs) the the best way. Yeah. And so, so showing up also like for your podcast, not only your clients, but your podcast, I think that was really interesting what you said. Because when you're thoughtful, there's a difference between showing up, turning on your Zoom and rambling for the first 10 minutes when you're not really sure what you want to say, but you know you've got to do a podcast interview because it goes out in two days and you've got to get that done versus showing up, delivering huge value like you do, like right out of the gates, you can get it done much more efficiently your audience can tell they appreciate it because you're not wasting them rambling for 10 minutes and going in circles with them. Yeah. So good. Right. So good. Yeah. So when that preparation comes in, I think that's, that's a really great point. I'm glad you brought that up because you preparing for your podcast interview shows up on how well your podcast is performing, which you do this really well because you show up, you ha- you're prepared and you deliver great content in that succinct period of time without all the extra fluff and your brain trying to think about what you want to say in taking us on this rambling journey uh, for the first 10 minutes. So I appreciate that so much about how you deliver your, po- your podcast. And I think that's a really great nugget that our listeners at home can and can take with them uh, from this conversation. You're welcome. Before we let you go, Kinsey, I know you're a busy lady. <laughs> you have a lot of things on your plate. What's something that you're working on right now that you want to share with us? And how can we connect with you further? Oh, so good. So I would love, oh, we're working on so many things. We have a big, it's 2022. We're doing a lot of strategic planning right now. So obviously lots of top of mind. Um, but we have a new, um, we have a new uh, free workshop that we're running. It's called Signature to Seven. Um, 
is, would be a great opportunity for coaches or consultants that are trying to scale their signature offer. Um, so that's where we, you can find, um, find me or uh, pop over to Instagram at Kinsey Mackis. I would love to connect with you over there as well. Awesome. And we'll put the links to those in our show notes for you as well. So that was signature27.com or Kinsey Macos on uh, Instagram. Do you want to spell that for them, Kinsey? <laughs> yeah. So it's K-I-N-S-Y-M-A-C-H-O-S. And I'll have a link to my face, my free Facebook group on, on the link in bio as well there. So you can pop over there. Perfect. That's great. And guys, make sure you go check out her podcast, Kept Bait and Close, so you can kind of hear how she gets right to the point and gives tons of value in her episodes, which I really appreciate when I listen to you. And this just full of tons of great content and value. Kinsey's very like-minded to Evans and I. We're all, she's all about value and all about giving. And that is really tra- transparent in her podcast and transformational in the way she delivers that content. So make sure you go check it out. And Kinsey, thank you so much for spending your time with us today. Any last words for our audience today? No, I just want to thank you. And just your genius and working with you and Evans and the team and Troy, Troy's like our podcast manager, but he's like our true advocate. I just appreciate your advocacy and your partnership. I'm just very, very grateful for you guys. Well, thank you. You're welcome. We're so glad to honored to be able to work with shows and experts of your caliber, Kinsey, because it is so great. The message that you have to give to the world. Mm -hmm. And we're so happy we get to be a part of the team that delivers it for you. So awesome. Thank you so much, Kinsey and Amplify Your Family. Make sure you connect with Kinsey. Go check out her podcast, Kept Fate and Close on all the the places you can find podcasts. (laughs) All right. Thanks so much, Kinsey. Take care. Bye, Amplify Your Family. Till next time, we'll be out there, stay in your zone of genius and let us take care of the rest. All right. Take care. Thank you, family, for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to be heard, head over to mypodcastcoach.com where you'll find out all the tools and tips you'll need to launch your podcast today. If you have a show already and you need some help managing it, please head over to managemypodcast.com and the Amplify You team would be happy to help you manage your podcast. Please also head over to iTunes, like, subscribe, or review our show so we can spread this message. And until next time, be your own unique genius.